Okay. 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 So hello everyone. Hello to every pilot out there. Service no pilot. I'm pleased to have you back uh, on our podcast, Service no pilot. And today might be a very interesting topic because we are going to talk about the thing that people are afraid, but most likely I believe they like the most, which is money. So. Uh, as we go through many topics about ServiceNow itself, so now let's get down to business, I would say. So uh, today we want to expand the topic of the licensing model. We want to explain how it, uh, how it uh, is licensed, how it looks like, uh, what things you, you should look uh, before even purchasing this, uh, this tool. And hopefully we will get to the the cost of it so uh also a quick reminder before we get down to the to the main topic of the episode please be aware that uh we are going to talk uh up to the vancouver release and we cannot guarantee that in the future things may may change so uh when when some things change we'll probably uh do a follow-up session to to clear those uh, those clouds. Yes. And well, everyone. Yeah. Welcome again. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me here, Marcel. Yeah. Yeah. It's my second one, so you know, hopefully less nervous uh, behind this microphone. Yeah. Again, it's quite interesting topic. So I think uh, we decided to talk a little bit about that to 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 let you know and to. To, to let you understand what you should take into consideration when you think about ServiceNow in uh, investment and the costs that may be behind that. Yeah, so maybe before jumping uh, into the main topic, uh, for some of the people, it may be the first uh, episode that they may see. So if you could introduce yourself um, uh, quickly about myself, I'm Marcel, your host of the ServiceNow Pilots podcast, but here is my honorable guest. Yeah, my name is Marcin Tuburski. I'm a CEO of Spock Service Now Partner. We help our customers uh, guide them in their service now journey since oh, 2010, so quite a long time. It's, yeah, exactly, quite a long time. And uh, there were many changes during this time. But first of all, maybe it would be a great way to start this uh, this episode. So. Is the ServiceNow platform for every company, regardless the size of the or the maturity of the organization itself, before thinking of implementing a new tool? In oh, okay, then uh, we would say yes or no, but uh, I should say it depends. Uh, I think that uh, the way ServiceNow is built and what type of you uh, know what type of uh, workflows on type of uh, challenges uh, service now tries to address i believe it uh, it is the tool that is most likely addressable to meet uh, meet companies meet and uh, and big and large companies and uh, yeah that's i think it's the first the category we should set mm-hmm. uh, okay so the first one company should should think of the how organized they are with uh, their work, workflows, how big is the company, and then think of the uh, changing some uh, some tools itself. 
but when it comes to the licensing model, what are the key components uh, before even submitting for for buying this tool or the or the or the licenses for service now platform? What I should I look for within my organization? All right. So first of all. Uh we should say that ServiceNow is the subscription-based uh, system or subscription-based uh, platform application, which, uh, what does it mean? That, that you buy uh, uh, an access to, to ServiceNow for a certain amount of time. Yeah, so uh, whether it is one year, two years, one month, five years, uh, it's it's up to you. Uh, but it's always a time-based uh, model. Uh, second thing is that ServiceNow is cloud-based solution, which means that you don't need to install anything in your IT environment to run ServiceNow. So the only thing you should, which you need is either a web browser or your mobile phone to uh, to 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 access and to enter to ServiceNow and uh, and well, manage or maintain or manage tickets or work uh, in general work on this on the system uh, and uh, yeah and by having this tool let's see factors we can start thinking about okay so what is what is uh, what is the licensing of service now uh, service now is in general the, uh, it's it is the platform but on the platform we have applications or sites of applications uh available or addressed for different uh, different purposes different departments different use cases so we have applications and systems for it like it service management or it operations management we have uh, dedicated uh, solutions and uh, for for uh, hr for example or customer service management we don't have any uh, tools for um, enterprise risk management or security operations. So first of all, you need to think or uh, what what use case you would like to uh, cover by, by ServiceNow. It means also that, that you may have three, four, six use cases and buy all of them at the same time. They are all delivered on ServiceNow platform where uh, ServiceNow as a platform itself is always in, uh, let's say, incorporated in in the application which you are going to buy. So there are some capabilities which are on ServiceNow level, and then there are capabilities which are related to ServiceNow product. Like, for example, in IT, you may have incident management, problem management, change management, and these are capabilities of IT service management, whether service level management, CMDBs, or so uh, configuration management database, or integrations are a part of the plan. Okay, and as there are many products and applications within the ServiceNow platform, are there uh, are they licensed in the same way? For example, IT service management, and you mentioned IT operations management. Are there sales licensed in the same way? Uh, not, no, no, no. They are, uh, it, it depends on the product, but uh, we may, say that there are two main differentiators. One is that they are uh, licensed based on number of users. Mm -hmm. uh, and the second one is uh, based uh, on number of units. So 
you need maybe an asset, maybe a, a server, maybe a, uh, um, for example, a, 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 yeah, a router or, or for example, telecommunication acquire. Uh, okay, so something which is a software. Another human, let's say. Yeah. Okay, and uh, because uh, the subscription model reminds me of the uh, of many, let's say, streaming platforms out there. So, for example, if we have Netflix or Disney and so on. So uh, I can choose from the different versions of the of the system. For example, if you, if I want to watch a a series in 4K, I have to buy, I have to pay for a. Um, let's say better version uh, or just different versions so uh so when it comes to service now are are there any versions of the yes system itself yes so this is uh, standardized across all the uh, all the uh, solutions available out out of service now we have standard edition we have professional edition and we have enterprise edition and across of uh, each of them there are differences the differences in in capabilities uh usually the model is like when you start with a standard uh, uh, standard version or standard edition uh, this enables you to let's say simplify standardize the real ways of working mm -hmm. and then the second uh, second step would be to automate it mm -hmm. so there are much more uh, much more capabilities to to do automations uh yeah, in uh, in the way you uh, you work, and the third, uh, which is enterprise grade, would be to uh, again have uh, capabilities to optimize and improve the way you work. Okay, so uh, so have like basic fundamental, mm, let's say things to cover, mm. topics to cover. Then, uh, if you want more automation, more let's say AI approach, for example. For example, AI approach, we have to look for uh, a better version or mm -hmm. higher version. And when we want to create a workflows that cover whole organization and we want to optimize them, then we would have to go through the enterprise one. Is that okay. Yes, uh, from the enterprise level, when you think about optimization, uh, imagine that you would like to understand how uh, your processes or workflows work. Yeah, so where are the bottlenecks? How can we... Uh, in, uh, improve uh, the efficiency when uh, when we can see that uh, that there is space for uh, for yeah for example for automation in these processes so there are uh, capabilities of service now like process mining and uh, that enables you to understand uh, the and improve the, the way you work the other thing would be uh, dedicated dashboards or dedicated workspaces for mm -hmm. managers or uh, service operation, uh, service operation, uh, process managers, and so on. Yeah? So they have this, uh, they, they, in in this version, the such capabilities appear, which again, uh, the goal is to uh, to constantly improve the way you work. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, it looks reasonable, and for now it looks very simple. So this is a sub, uh, just to sum up. This is a subscription subscription licensing model. Mm -hmm. When we have to differentiate between editions versions of the system, and we have to divide it between people, uh, people's workflows, and so and things that are connected with assets, hardware or software. Exactly. Are there any components 
above of that or a part of that uh, that uh, might be interesting or might be important to uh, to select. Yes. So uh, so out of the box or uh, by by default, ServiceNow is when uh, when you buy ServiceNow, yeah, ServiceNow is in, in general uh, the, the 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 system that is built. In, um, as a single tenant, yeah, again, it's it's quite techy. So maybe I I I, I try to simplify this. Mm -hmm. you, you buy an instance of service now, mm -hmm. which you can log in. It is only for you. It's your private instance with the, with a uh, with a private database, pri private um, application server integrations, and so on. So it's really your uh, your system. And uh, so, custom when when by default, customer receive uh, one production instance mm -hmm. and one non-production, which is usually used for development. Yeah. So then, uh, where when you uh, when you start your journey with ServiceNow, you my, you can start on the production instance. But once the production instance goes live, mm -hmm. then you can move all uh, your configuration to uh, to development instance or to let's call it non-production instance and you can then improve your uh, your environment and whenever new features or new uh, configurations you would like to put on, uh, on on the production instance then you can just uh, let's say upload it to uh, to production one so we have two instances in production one non-production uh, this is one of the factors and sometimes when uh, when environment is much more complicated or bigger, or you would like to have more teams working uh, in parallel on 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 service now uh, to to develop or to to create configure new uh, new features new new functionalities, then then having more uh, non productions uh, non production instances become crucial. So then you can set up model like development test. And production instance or development test sandbox and production is and so on. Yeah, so this should be considered when you when you, when you think about uh, or when you think about service now. The second would be how so service now uh, encrypts or the, the whole con, the, the whole information or the whole transmission. Uh, between uh, between service now instance and your in internal environment can be uh, can be is encrypted by default, but you may ask for additional uh, encryption and, and security measures to, to be sure that and that it is aligns to your comply uh, compliance requirements. Sometimes internal uh, sometimes companies they just expect more uh, more encryption or you know VPNs or uh, or encryption and uh, encryption and rest, or even the physical encryption with the with the fair, uh, physical encryption of the uh, the hardware, uh, sorry, uh, hard disks. Uh, so this may be an additional option uh, for you to add, uh, which which again you should consider with your sec uh, this um, infosec. Sorry, not sec ops, uh, infosec. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, that that is one thing. Um, the last. Uh, Think is that service now in, in general is just a cloud uh, cloud solution. Yeah, so it's only available out of cloud, but under some specific circumstances, it may be also installed in your environment in your data center. Uh, it is not let's say default mm -hmm. option. I would say 
very difficult to to get this, but but again possible if there is an you know, uh, for example, uh, regulation or you know government regulations which you cannot do this. And uh, and I remember uh, a couple of years ago, such regulation appeared uh, in uh, in one of the countries in the Middle East, mm-hmm. and so we started to align to this regulation. Yeah. By uh, either letting customer having to have uh, on-premise installation, or they decided to, you know, in longer run, they decided to set up a data center in the country, so mm-hmm. that the data residency remains in, within this country. Okay, so that's interesting. When the licensing model or the it can be aligned to your needs, especially when you when you said about this. Additional encryption. I believe there are, for example, banking industry, yeah. insurance industry. When you deal with personal information, and mm-hmm. they need to be secured properly, and you have to cover many regulations. Mm-hmm. We can say that uh, we are in the European Union. Mm-hmm. There are many regulations, and they have to be up to date. So it's good that the platform itself can be fitted uh, into that. Also, I believe the on-premise. Uh, um, stems from the same idea, the additional security. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, but on, on, the, on the other hand, I mean, we, we have seen many examples that customers, they said, oh, we should start on on-prem, mm-hmm. but then they decided to go into cloud, service now cloud. Isn't common? It, it happens from time to time. Um, imagine, um, service now, uh, service now is just one technology, one one technology stack, which uh, which is uh, yeah, it's it just it is one it is just one application. Mm-hmm. Whereas in your uh, IT environment, it might be two hundred different applications. Yeah, try to maintain them and and keep them secure mm-hmm. yeah, versus just one single stack. Yeah, so. Uh, so I would say more on the compliance reasons instead of the security, and I would say technical security mm-hmm. issues. But as, as I said, so it, it all depends on on what what you need and what 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 you are obliged to mm-hmm. uh, to do. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say that's that should be enough. Okay, yeah, I think this is. Uh... It cleared the clouds. Let's say that people may understand it better, the licensing model and uh, how it looks, why it looks that way. So it's great that it really can be fitted into your needs. Yes. But of course, behind it is a price. So bearing that in mind, so the sub- uh, subscription model, uh, when we found out the, the version of the system, the, the cloud version and so on, bearing that in mind, so... How much does it cost? Mm-hmm. Huh. It, it's still not the the, the, the simple answer because uh, because there, there, there are again a couple of factors which uh, which uh, we should uh, we should mention. We said a little bit about uh, user based model. Mm-hmm. I would uh, would like to emphasize a little bit more about that. Uh, so first of all, uh, in the service now environment. Uh, the only option you may have for the user is that uh, it, it is so-called uh, named user. So every single user has to have the access, has to have the account mm-hmm. in the system. So for uh, for uh, in general, 
in general, this lets you understand the journey of this user across the whole time when uh, when the application is used. When when um, in previous or in, in other let's say systems, you may have uh, something where so the modern one, you buy a number of access licenses and you can spread them across much more much more number of employees. And so, for example, you buy 50 licenses, which means that uh, in the same at the same time, only 50 persons, 50 users can access to the system. Yeah? Mm -hmm. When in the model, when there is a named user, there is no limit. Everyone can access at the same time and system will handle that. Yeah? So we have user-based mode, uh, user-based licensing model named users in, in service now, and we have different types of users where one, the first, the, 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 the biggest one is fulfiller. So someone who provides the service to end users. The second one is end user mm -hmm. or a user. The first, uh, first role in the system, uh, it is, uh, it is the, um, what's it called? Business stakeholder. Okay. So it, it's a kind of a managing role when this manager is able to, to run reports on the data which is provides which is provided to him mm -hmm. uh, also he can approve uh, any requests uh, which uh, which comes to his let's say desk uh, from uh, from the organization uh, and uh, yeah i would say th these are two main features and then the business stakeholder can have a specific capabilities within the product which which is related to and uh, yeah, for example customer service management or IT operations management uh, so we have these three roles yeah. mm -hmm. employee who's, or requester who's requester which should be the, the, the proper word requester who starts or initiate the process mm -hmm. and fulfiller who provides service or provide value in this process and then manager or business stakeholder who can have uh, visibility to to the process mm -hmm. and uh, so uh, to understand the cost and the cost of um, of or annual cost of of the system, you need to multiply the price mm -hmm. of each of the uh, the users. So, for example, uh, fulfillers and then uh, business stakeholders. Requesters are always for free, so there is no price factor on it. But for the to, to others, there is a price factor. Uh, and uh, multiply by number of months and uh, multiply by number of users mm -hmm. and on the top of it there is the uh, application or the site we would like to buy licenses so for example for it operations it operation uh, it uh, it service management mm -hmm. the price would be and uh, would be in, based on this these this factors you know so IT service management standard 20 or 50 fulfillers multiplied by number of months, and then the price. And so, uh, so and, and then we have also uh, one more uh, user type of license, which is called app user. Mm -hmm. And for some of the specific, for some, for some applications, like for example, HR service delivery, yeah. we count number of app users. So whatever it is, 
fulfiller or or requester or uh, or business stakeholder is just you know app user yeah and uh, hr service delivery is just one of the examples uh, so these are these uh, let's say more about users and then we have units and for for example it operations management we use units so it is you know, for IT operations management, when you monitor, uh, understand your environment, your technology, you 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 support by your services, and uh, then it is uh, for you. It, it is important how many uh, such such devices, units, uh, servers, uh, and so on you have, and then you just count them, multiply by the price of the system. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so uh, it can be fitted to your to your needs, to your uh, to the concept uh, that you would like to enhance within your organization. So, would you recommend it to every company? This uh, bearing that in mind that you have to uh, meet some certain levels of uh, of users and so on. So, would you recommend it to the to the every company around the world? I would say that ServiceNow is not the cheapest product on market. So, uh, so again, I think it's more fitted to to bigger organizations. Okay. With uh, with, for example, in IT, I think 50, uh, 50 employees at IT would be uh, at least for Polite. Again, uh, this is uh, this is also the other factors we need to take into consideration. But that this would be a, a starting point for. For the company, for for the use case of of service now, it 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 is uh, it is not just because of uh, of the size, but also a, a, a maturity of of the organization. Mm -hmm. So, again, service now shows in not just only in IT, but also in other areas uh, or other products uh, in in the platform shows value which uh, which uh, justifies the cost of the of the platform in bigger scale in, so and then in that sense so you, you have to achieve a certain level of scale to be able to 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 realize that value a part of the fact how how uh, how mature it is yeah okay so so depending on the maturity level of, of the organization and uh and how big the company actually is so uh, as you said yeah i think it, it it has to be said loudly that it's not the cheapest uh tool but it can do a lot of things actually so uh it's great to fully understand uh what it what it can deliver to you and how to prepare for mm -hmm. for this kind of implementation because i believe when you when you uh, purchase your licenses. It's not like having a new phone when you just, you know, a new release, a new iPhone release coming up, and you just grab it from the shelf and you can use it right away. I would, I would imagine that you have to mm -hmm. have additional costs to fully understand the product. But uh, yeah, so what are the others? Key elements that uh, we have to keep in mind and add up to the to the cost of the mm -hmm. service now. Yes. So uh, we may say you know, we, we all uh, we all decide or we at least have the the, the experience to to buy uh, software and implement this in our organization, bigger, smaller uh, systems, and uh, so we may we may try to simplify and 
the, this process by just only implementing the tool. Okay, we should configure uh, it uh, according to our requirements based on our processes, or just take out of the shelf already existing uh, processes and uh, and uh, configurations and service now and just only you know adjust this a little bit to our to our organization import or or integrate to to to, to typical um, let's say core systems we have in our organization like active directory or uh, or email system so take uh, so one factor is the implementation part the second factor would be trainings going to our to our users the the third one would be uh, documentation and uh, and uh, the fourth one would be maintenance and you know, next steps in in our uh, in our development because our development of our platform was what we should be sure mm -hmm. uh, in in service now is that you will once you start using the the system and you will understand then the then the, the value it may create to your organizations you will quickly start to generate new requirements and new use cases which uh, which you would like to uh, to uh, to use with ServiceNow, and then having the proper maintenance and and let's say ongoing development is also important. And we always say to our customers, it's better to start small, but get used to ServiceNow and get used to to this platform, and then realize the, the real value, and then maybe do a second uh, second phase uh, of of the of the let's say improvement or development of of the of the system or configuration of the system. Uh, uh, so, but what what I would emphasize uh, to to all of the uh, companies and and also to our uh, to, to users who would like to implement ServiceNow is that ServiceNow brings organizational change. And what do you mean by that? Yeah. So imagine, uh, imagine, I mentioned mean, actually one of the podcasts that uh, about that. Uh, a company that and has and HR couple of systems to to support HR operations mm -hmm. by by introducing ServiceNow, the way organization change uh, the way uh, sorry the, the way organization is going to work after an implementation would be different than the beginning. So because of the, the this change, hopefully. And customers understand that that, uh, that we try to build better world uh, with ServiceNow, not just replicating the existing world with a newer technology, but try to build a new world, new world, new better world. Uh, they have to understand that this requires a lot of effort to also to uh, to communicate with our users to 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 let them know that that, that this change is going how. The, the the tool will change the way they work mm -hmm. and so on so uh, and sometimes implementation of a system is just a, a small or let's say still visible button but 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 only a part of the of this project you know so and uh, this organizational change needs to be addressed in 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 the project to be sure that once the system is implemented there is uh, well, people are really engaged and they work and they use the, the, the tool in a proper way. Yeah, I believe this is very crucial part uh, because the tool can can deliver many things. It, it has many capabilities 
Uh, actually, I heard that it also can exchange your six systems within your, your organization. So yeah, you have to keep that in mind that this is an organizational change. And also, I believe the maintenance part is very crucial part mm -hmm. because even before purchasing the license itself, you have to think mm -hmm. few years, uh, few years into the future. Okay. Uh, and keep that in mind that the platform itself is still evolving. There are new releases coming up and uh, you have to be up to date yeah. with the platform and the, the technology around. Yeah, cloud revolution and uh, the cloud delivery model uh, brought um, yeah, significant improvements in, in the part of maintenance because we as service now users, we don't really care whether it is uh, what servers uh, it runs on, what uh, what um, application uh, application servers, what uh, operating systems, what databases, and so on. That we we don't really care okay. about it. We we only get the value of of the of the platform through the web browser. The rest is maintained by service now. And they also are responsible for uh, for upgrades, patching, uh, backups, uh, you know, data residency, and so on and so on. So it 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 all it is all covered by ServiceNow, and this, of course, this part of the job is incorporated in in what's it, or yeah incorporated in the price of the of the system. So on your side, uh, as you buy it. Uh, and you grow mm -hmm. the, 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 the you the, the price of the of the platform is predictable because mm -hmm. you have the this monthly fee for for your user or for your unit and this may be you know predictable over time even if you grow and have um, much more uh, capabilities or, or or value out of this yeah so uh I believe this is very understandable how the system looks and i believe the subscription model is everywhere mm -hmm. right now so uh um it's pretty reasonable why why they chose this way to to pursue with their product however i have uh, a question that uh, is very interesting to me uh, because we have many products of the service now and of course the platform is still evolving and changing and enhancing its capabilities however I imagine there are many companies that are very industry um, specific ones mm -hmm. that those products can be uh, too high level for them, for example, because they're very specific and they have many workflows and you cannot also do a product for everyone. Yes. So can I somehow fit those products? So is there any way to mm -hmm. use out of the box solutions, I would say? Yeah, uh, out of out of the box. Out of out of the box. Oh. Yeah, so uh, something which is yeah, uh, you have two options. First of all, each uh, service now application or a site uh, you can configure according to your uh, to your business processes and and the, the way you you would like to work. So uh, sometimes it is it is uh, uh, good to have it. Sometimes it's better to. To think maybe it's better for us to align what service now proposes mm -hmm. maybe it's, uh, again maybe maybe it's better uh, the second thing is that uh, service now 
uh, is a platform. What does it mean? It means that there are capabilities uh, of, of, of this platform built applications, whatever you want, or the applications or the applications, business applications, to be precise, not maybe not a content management system mm -hmm. uh, or and very specific uh, other use cases, but, but, but business applications you can build on service now. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you just leverage the, let's say the, the core capabilities of, 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 of the platform. So the same capabilities, which are used to build applications and, and, and systems like IT service management, customer service management and HR service delivery, for example. Yeah. And then you can build your own mm -hmm. system. And, uh, we as a company, we, we does it and we build or develop systems for our customers for uh, very specific issues, very specific use cases, mm -hmm. like for example, uh, interview scheduling or research, uh, and research uh, and, uh, and development, uh, where, uh, where we are, we try to understand or we understand how the process look like, and then put this on, on service now. And this part is, so we call it a service now, it is called service now app engine or, uh, which is, uh, as one of product of bigger, uh, bigger family called creator workflows mm -hmm. where a part of the uh, app engine, um, and platform capabilities, we have, uh, hyper automation capabilities like robotic process automation, integrations and, and process mining, for example. So mm -hmm. this creates a, a space for, uh, for companies to, uh, to build their own solutions and still leverage the leverage then the, the fact that this is only integrated one single data source or one single, uh, system of engagements. Yeah. So yeah, as you mentioned, the interview scheduling is very specific one and yeah. I believe it would be hard when, um, developing the platform to think of this very, very small details. So that's great that you have the opportunity to to fit the, uh, the product into your own needs, to your own industry and to even create new workflows. Is it possible or do you have any example that, for example, when many companies build, will build the same type of application? Is there any chance that it will be incorporated in the in the platform in a few years? Yeah, ServiceNow and uh, ServiceNow has, I think, it's 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 own strategy. They 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 try to listen to customers and and uh, build uh, build capabilities which are uh, which are desired by the by by customers. And uh, so, yeah, why not? Yeah, we see more and more industry specific solutions for out of service now for financial sector, for example, or in, in, in insurance sector, manufacturing sector, uh, what else, uh, legal and so on. So yeah, it, it happens and I would say it happens now. And so, and, and yeah, yeah, the other thing, which, uh, which might be interesting is the fact that service now is also low code and local platform or maybe, I mean, yeah, what, what does it mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we, we all maybe are aware that there is a lack of workforce or technology workforce on, on market, the, 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 um, the, say the, 
the digitalizing of the, the of digital transformation of uh, of businesses is is really every happens every day, mm-hmm. and companies require more and more workforce, which which can be you know techy, technology savvy, mm-hmm. uh, and and we lack of that. And on the other hand, we we see that. Uh, even if you are a very good um, technology person, yeah, a super developer, or, or 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 consultant, still you need to understand the business. And mm-hmm. by by that, uh, by that, um, it requires you to both understand the technology, but also understand how the how the processes look like in a specific department or domain. And then ServiceNow, and not only ServiceNow, but there is a general movement um, to to provide capabilities that a business person is able to build applications on ServiceNow platform. We call it citizen developer. Mm-hmm. So someone who understands his environment, normally use emails, spreadsheets, yes. uh, PowerPoints, and so on with unstructured data, with a lot of a lot of data sources and uh, and um, and he this person runs uh, within his department or his or her department he runs these processes and he would like to digitalize it mm-hmm. because because this may create more value uh, and streamline the process uh, yeah this person is able to understand how the process look like where, where are the bottlenecks and so on so by uh, introducing Let's say citizen developer uh, movement uh, on on local platform of ServiceNow, we are able to uh, to speed up this process of digitalizing the business and digitalizing workflows, and we already see this on market having first projects around that. Really, it's really a game changer. Okay, so what you are saying because uh, I was a student at Technology University. I didn't uh, fully understand this uh, this region, or it was too heavy for me. Mm-hmm. So it means that without this very specific knowledge, but having a business knowledge or having some workflows that I want to be automated, I can build those workflows within the platform itself. So that's great that it gives me this kind of capability. Yes, exactly. This is this is the uh, the main use case. Imagine. That you put also a generative AI capabilities on the top of it. Yeah. So the the the, the new uh, the new programming would be prompting. Yeah. So we may say that uh, that when we combine both low code citizen developer with uh, generative text to code uh, text to code capabilities or text to application even uh, capabilities, this creates a completely new environment. For you to speed up uh, your digitalization of your business, and again, ServiceNow uh, has a very, very good uh, product for it. Okay, so summing up this mm-hmm. this this topic because uh, we covered many interesting things around um, the licensing model. So first of all, I thought, okay, when you have those products and so on, it's like coming to the bakery or a supermarket and uh, take your products from the shelf and go to the cash machine and uh, and pay for it. But after our conversation, I think it's more like going to the tailor and have your suit tailored. Yeah. Fits to your needs, fits to your mm, 
waste, let's say, level and so on. So um, it can very vary from organization to organization because each company is different. It's different workflows even within the same industry. <laughs> so yeah, I believe it is very uh, difficult topic to talk about the price of it and so on. But I think we cleared some cloud when it comes to uh, the licensing model itself, which is not very difficult to understand from my perspective. Uh, yeah, and uh, again, it's not easy to to say this costs one thousand dollars, this costs five thousand, this costs uh, ten thousand or or more, uh, because it up too many factors to, mm -hmm. to to respond. And if I say, yeah, th there is one well-known price of service now mm -hmm. uh, across, I would say, internet. Yeah, and we may say that service now. IT service management solution costs one hundred thousand. Uh, what? Sorry, one hundred dollars per per uh, per user per month. Uh huh. It doesn't really. Yeah, it doesn't mean yeah anything to you. Yeah, yeah. Again, this is just a, let's say a price mm -hmm. price. But uh, what's important is to understand whether this creates value to me or not. And this is our partners. That this is our job. Partners' job. This is a service now job to uh, to build a business case with our customer mm -hmm. to uh, to remain or sorry to uh, to maintain all the factors which are uh, required to, to to build a proper uh, proper business case and proper offer to our customers and uh, so again I think that it's better to reach out to uh, to to partner or mm -hmm. to service now and dis and sit and discuss with uh, with us with with them to um, to prepare the and the proper pricing proper price yeah i believe it is very very crucial but to fully understand your needs before even uh going for a product um so yeah thank you for this explanation uh it really cleared my clouds that i had in my head uh, I believe our pilots out there understand the, the, the model better and so we we were able to you know, to summarize it and to come up with uh, good examples how to approach these topics and thank you very much for it. Thank it you. was very beneficial. Yeah. Uh, and dear users, customers, uh, reach out to us if you have any questions related to ServiceNow licensing model. We are more than happy to to respond. Yes, exactly. We are willing to help. We have many passionate people around this topic. And of course, if you have any additional questions related, not only to the licensing part, but yeah. the, the the main topic of this podcast, which is service now, don't hesitate to reach out to me via LinkedIn, via any social media that you may uh, like or have. Uh, we are everywhere with this podcast on TikTok, YouTube, um, Instagram. So don't hesitate to reach out to us, leave a comment and see you in the next episode. Thank you. Nie przegadane, bo znowu szyby. Ale to wszystko. To wszystko. To jest ten